If you are ready to take back control of your time, your stories, and your writing career, this episode is for you. Hello, hello. How are you? Oh my goodness. It is so great to be recording again. I know I was on another small little hiatus there, but I am back and I am back feeling so pumped up and so energized. I just finished teaching this three-day intensive boot camp, and it was so fun. Oh my goodness. I do these monthly challenges, and I've done them since December, and they're always so good. Like, I love the people who sign up. We talk about really um, just specific writing topics. Like, every boot camp is designed to really tackle one area of writing, and this one was just one of my favorites. It was all about story structure and it just, it was so fun. We were like doing Beauty and the Beast examples and just the class itself was full of really awesome people and yeah, so fulfilling, so fun. So I just finished that up and I am actually having a lot of things in the works right now, which is partially why I was on this little mini podcasting hiatus. The other part was just because as I am sure most of you know by now, if especially if you follow me on Twitter Instagram, TikTok, or you get my newsletter. Sign up, by the way. All of those handles are in the show notes, and you can sign up for the newsletter on my website, bethanyhensel.com, by the way. But if you do, you know that I have an elderly kitty named Edward. He is the love of my life, and he's on palliative care right now just because He's he's coming to the end of his yardstick, let's just say. <laughs> and, you know, we all have a yardstick and um, there's just not a lot of options for him. So he's on palliative care and it requires a lot of attention and vet care and just making sure he is comfortable, which is fine. You know, he's worth every every penny every minute. That's fine. But I also have a doggie named Delilah. And she recently has had a bunch of visits because she got a paw infection. Um, her paw just got, got nicked at the groomers and it resulted in an infection. And it just was a little bit more stubborn um, than I thought. And it just kind of wouldn't go away. So I've been dealing with the animals, which is fine. Again, worth every minute, every penny. And I finished this boot camp, which was amazing and so fun. And I am planning something humongous. And that is what I want to talk about today. Because this week, this week, guys, I am making up my little hiatus to you starting today. Every day, today, tomorrow, all week, I am doing a very special podcast every single day in celebration of what I am calling Book Empire CEO Week. Okay, so the first question is, what the heck is a Book Empire CEO? Well, let me tell you, a Book Empire CEO is a writer who is highly, highly creative. Like, stories coming out the wazoo. Stories all the time, everywhere. They are just so, so passionate. They've been writing since middle school. They've been playing pretend and make-believe since they were in diapers. They were making up stories before they even understood what a story was. Just so creative. But they're also very determined, and they're also highly ambitious. They're just like, look... 
I'm not in elementary school anymore. I'm not in high school anymore. I don't have to raise my hand and wait for permission. I don't have to sit and wait and wait to be called on. I have full control over my life, my stories, and my career. That is a book empire CEO, someone who sees that they are empowered, someone who sees that it's no longer a binary choice, like you can only do it this way or that way, otherwise not at all, or or some people think you can only do it one way, and that's it. There's only one valid way, but they understand they're not living in Tolkien, right? There's not one way that rules them all. They're not the Mandalorian. This is the way. No, a book empire CEO sees all the ways. They see the choices and then they strategize, prioritize. They work purposefully for what they want. They work toward their goal, their specific goal, and how it will serve them and fulfill them and how it will allow them to take control of their writing destiny and take back control of their stories and connect with readers. They want to make an impact. And yes, they want to make money. That is a book empire CEO. And if you feel that way, if any of that description resonates with you, that you so value your time, that you are so done feeling like you're wasting it, that you have 20 manuscripts just hanging out on your hard drive, and you know in your bones that they're they're pretty darn good. If this is resonating with you, then welcome, my friend. Welcome, welcome. That's my little applause. You are a Book Empire CEO. You want to connect with readers. You have a ton of stories that you want to write, finish, publish, send out, and and you want an income. You want a career. You want to make an impact. You want to contribute to household bills. You want to be able to pay for really nice things. You want to be able to just have a bank account where you look at it and you're like, yeah, that's my writing income. That's a Book Empire CEO. And that's what this week is all about. It's embracing that amazing energy. But also it's like this resonates with you, but maybe you're just not totally sure how to get there. Maybe you still feel like, you know, I would love that. I do believe in myself on a good day (laughs) because let's face it, it's life and it's writing. And sometimes we don't believe in ourselves all the time, but that's okay. That's normal. But let's say that you are listening to me talk and you're like, I love it, but how do I get there? How do I become a book empire CEO? How do I create a book empire, let alone run the thing? Where do I start? Oh, my friend, you are in luck because That is what this week is about. It is about how to become a book empire CEO. It's about how to get out of your way so you can show up in a big way, in your best way. That is really one of the core tenets of being a book empire CEO. Getting out of your way so you can show up in a big way. How do you like that line? So for the next week, 
That's what we're talking about. And I'm releasing these one after the other. Not a total Netflix-style binge, but hopefully you will come back tomorrow and the day after and the day after because we're not just talking about like the mindset shifts, but I want to give you some real tactical, hands-on, apply-it-now methods and tips and tricks so you can get writing. Because that's another core tenet of being a Book Empire CEO. You need to start writing. You need to write and finish your stories. So then you have the stuff, (laughs) the books, the material to connect with readers, make that impact and make an income. So we need to get you in the right mind frame and energy, yes, but then we also need to direct it. So it's not just like, oh, I have all this good zhuzh going on, I have all this good energy, but what do I do next? (laughs) So I'm not gonna leave you high and dry. We are going to go over all of that this week. And in the spirit of really just, just jumping right in, because you're a Book Empire CEO, and that's that's one of your things is that you're just like, yes, let's do it. I don't want to waste time. I want to embrace this. I want to step into the life I am meant to be living. Let me give you one of the biggest, most powerful things you can do today, right now, to help you get in the mindset of a book empire CEO. And we're not talking a chief executive officer. Oh, no, no, no. We're talking a creative, empowered optimizer. We're talking a crazy, energized organizer. You know, however you want to fill in those letters, we are talking someone who you have the goal and now you're ready for the game plan. You're maybe at blank page, but now you're ready for the book empire. And this is going to help you big time. It's going to sound simple, but it can really change the game. And here's what I want you to do. So I want to go back to like my 80s <laughs> buns of steel, abs of steel workouts. Does anyone ever do those? I remember being super young and I don't know. I just, those were my jam. Like workout DVDs were so, I don't know if they would, they were fun, but I enjoyed doing them. Um, Jane Fonda, favorite, The Firm, one of my favorites, and Tammy Lee Webb, abs of steel, buns of steel, thighs of steel, all that good stuff. And she would always say, okay, this is our base step. All right, this is our base step. Now let's cha-cha, you know what I mean? So guys, this is our base step, all right? This is our base step. Here it is. The first big reframe I want you to have is that you are totally fine with being uncomfortable. You are totally fine with being a little bit out of the comfort zone. You are not just totally fine with it, but you are looking forward to it. And you are like, yeah, yeah, book empire CEO. This is a big leap for me, but you know what? I'm ready. And if it if it's a little uncomfortable, if I'm doing a few new things that I haven't done before, that's okay. I want you to do this and I want this to be like your base step because whenever you do have a goal, whenever you have something where you're taking back control, it usually has you tap into aspects of your personality, of your writing process that are going to be different. You know, you heard the expression that something like doing the same things gets you the same results. And I, I'm paraphrasing that badly, but that's the spirit of it. If you follow the same path, 
every single time, it's going to lead you to the same place. And if you are not liking the place that you're in, we need to start carving out that new path. I mean, here's another thing. Who is a Troop Beverly Hills fan? Me, my hand is raised right now. I adore that movie, but do you remember the scene when Shelley Long's character, they're on their jamboree, and they have totally gone in the wrong direction. Thanks, Red Feathers. But Shelley Long has her tennis racket out, and she is like, beating back the bushes and the little trees to make a path for her and her troop. That's what we're going to do. We are taking out our tennis rackets and we are going to beat a new path so we can get to a new place, a better place, a place where you're not in your own way where you are not feeling like, shit, I just wasted, quote unquote, another day of not writing. And I'm so angry at myself. We are carving out this new path. So then you are not just in the same place all the time, that you are making progress and in a great direction. That is why the first big reframe I want you to embrace is that this might be uncomfortable there might be mosquitoes. (laughs) There might be times I have to pull out the tennis racket and beat away those bushes, but that's okay because I want this. I am okay with being a little uncomfortable to get to an entirely new, great, better destination, the destination I want to be in. I am okay with that. I am ready for that. Bring it on. We are not actually going to go out, obviously, into the wilderness. (laughs) So, you know, that's one thing that you can just say, well, at least I'm not actually beating back a bush with my tennis racket. (laughs) But it's the same kind of thing, right? It's just we're carving out that new path and you might you know, you might get exhausted every once in a while. You might get tired. You might want to quit. Your arm might start hurting, all that stuff. But the reframe again, you are going to be fine with it. You are going to be more than fine. It's uncomfortable, but that, that doesn't phase you. It's going to push you out of your comfort zone. Okay. You have been pushed out of your comfort zone before. I know it. (laughs) I know that there have been times you've been pushed out of a comfort zone and yet you are still here. You're listening to this. You're still creating. You're still writing stories. You're still daydreaming. It didn't shut you down. It didn't make you abandon your life and go hide in a cave. You are still here. You did a hard thing and you came out the other side of it. And we'll talk more about that in the coming days, but... I want you to take this with you. And I want to tell you a really quick story. So I had to get adult braces. Um, I had them as a kid. My teeth shifted because I didn't wear my retainer, like full, fully my fault. And I had to get braces as an adult. And I was super excited because I was like, yay, my teeth are finally going to get fixed. And they've just been bothering me. I got them on and I will tell you in all sincerity. The days, like a week, I would say afterward, I wanted to rip those braces off with my bare hands. It was so painful. It was so just the pressure. Oh my gosh. It was awful. I was so uncomfortable. It was so painful. Again, I wanted to rip them off with my bare hands and I had to remind myself. And when I reminded myself of this, I was able to like breathe and get through it. But I said to myself, you want this. You wanted this. You paid for this. You went to that office. You got the, you got the braces. You wanted this. So it's uncomfortable. It's painful. 
but you need to embrace that and be like, this is just part of the game. We have a goal and a game plan. And the game plan was, you know, goal, straight teeth. Game plan, get braces. And a part of that game plan is, yeah, it was a little uncomfortable, but I have good teeth now. And so I'm very happy. Here's the other key. And this is like the really actionable part of this lesson is when you are also thinking, yeah, I want to change. It'll be uncomfortable. You might still feel like it's easy to say that. It's easy to be like, oh yeah, just be in the pain, be in the pain of change. But also when you're in the pain of change, it sucks. It makes you feel worried, anxious, unsafe. It could make you feel all of those things. Certainly whenever I'm in a season of change and going through the pain of change, the last thing I'm, I'm doing is like, hey, it's okay. Like, you know what? I mean, your brain takes over and it's very easy to be like, this is too much, tap out, go back to where it's safe. And sometimes that happens where you do go back to where it's safe. But here's the thing. You have the reframe, but now here is the action. I want you as a book empire CEO, I want you to put your energy on the end result. What do I mean by that? I want you to start thinking not of the doing, not of the process, but thinking of when it's done. So for you, don't think about the writing process. Don't think of your writing sessions. I want you to put your energy on how you will feel when that writing session is over. I want you to put your energy on how you will feel when you have written your word goal for the day. I want you to put your energy on how you will feel when you type the end. That's where I want your energy to go. You're a book empire CEO. So yes, you will understand the work, the game plan, all the moving parts, but also your eyeline isn't on the work. I want your eyeline to be upward on the horizon, on the goal. I need you to put more energy there and more focused there than on the pain of change and the work and the process itself. Because when you think of that, when you think of the pain of that change, it it can feel really frightening. It can feel overwhelming and intimidating because you are going to be thrashing a new path that you have never walked before. And of course, that could feel absolutely terrifying. So that is why you need to focus on how you will feel having done it. When you can put more energy there, as opposed to how you will feel in the pain of change, you will be pleasantly surprised, I promise, with how much you will be able to reorganize it in your head and refocus it in your head. And even just when you're writing down your to-do list, it won't feel nearly as overwhelming. Remember, you're a book empire CEO, and it's time to start thinking like one. You are not thinking of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? This, 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 this. Okay. You can think about that, but you're not going to harp and stress and use all your emotional energy in that moment. That is where burnout lives. That is where that mental gas tank drains. Instead, put your energy on that really delicious feeling of, I did it. I finished the word sprint. I got to my word count. I wrote the end. Do you see how that's more empowering? That's more positively reinforcing your journey. When you tell your brain, focus there, focus on the feelings and really imagine it, really imagine how you will feel at the end in the result, not in the process. Think of how good you will feel when that word sprint is done. 
when you hand it off to a beta reader, when you write the end, just close your eyes and imagine that. That's what I want you to do. Okay, you know what to do. Day one, Book Empire CEO. Come back tomorrow because we are going to talk about a lot more, but I hope this was hope I hope this was helpful. And if it was, you know what to do. Leave a review because if you screenshot it and send it to me, uh, email is in the show notes. I give you a thank you gift because it's taking time out of your day and I really appreciate it. And I want to show you that appreciation. But tell me what big uh, aha moments you got from this. Tag me on Insta, Twitter, or, you know, <laughs> can you tag someone on TikTok? I don't know. I'm still learning that one. But let me know how this uh, episode landed. Let me know that you are ready to become a Book Empire CEO and embrace taking back your writing destiny. And I cannot wait to continue this with you. So have a good one. Embrace that mindset. Focus on that end result. And let's get you going. I'm so excited. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.